Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Explore Finland radio show. This week I was very fortunate to be invited to speak to Mika Pirkala and Pia Klemola Valimaki from the Sibelius Academy. They took some time to speak to me about the traditions of Finnish music and how some of those traditions can still be felt in the modern music of today. It isn't just death metal over here, regardless of what people might think. There's quite a, a vibrant music scene, a domestic Finnish language music scene, and we, we sort of take a take a bit of a stroll through several different genres from Iskelma, and you'll learn more about that as we as we go on, through choir music to uh, folk music, pop, and even Finnish rap. So it, it kind of covers most most of the musical spectrum. I understand this Finnish music is kind of alien to many of you, um, me as well, before this conversation. So I went and created a couple of playlists that might just help you understand a little bit what we're talking about. Go to the podcast uh, website, uh, explorefinlandpodcast.com, look at the link that says podcast and click on show and notes and there you'll find episode 18 You'll find all the show notes and among there you'll find links to a YouTube playlist and also to a Spotify playlist. So I hope I've catered for everyone there. Um, in a few weeks time you'll also hear uh, not one but two episodes uh, on, on a similar theme talking more about uh, the Finnish festival scenes but of course you have a festival, you have music, so the the conversation there also also moves around and covers music in in another in another episode or two. So so keep keep with me for that. So without further ado, let me hand over to my conversation recorded in the summer of 2015 with Pia and Mika. I'm joined today by Pia Klemola Valimaki and Mika Birkala. Thank you both for joining me today. We, they, they Pia and Mika work at the Sibelius Academy here in Seinejoki. So, Pia, maybe you can start by just talking a little bit about what the Sibelius Academy is and what it does here. Yes. So, Sibelius Academy is part of the University of Arts Helsinki. And uh, here in Seinejoki, we have been working for... 24 years. Yeah, Mika is better with, <laughs> with the years. <laughs> so we were working, working for 24. Well, we actually, we haven't been here since the beginning, but so Mika, how, how, how many years have you been working here? 50 years. Yeah, and, and I since 10 years, probably. Okay. So I've definitely found the right people to, <laughs> to speak to. <laughs> and uh, and Sibelius Academy, Academy is the only music university in Finland, and most of all our actions happen in, in, in Helsinki, of course. And here in Seinejoki, we're mostly doing different kind of projects among music. music. Jatkokoulutus, um, continuing education yeah. for the teachers, for example. At the moment, there is going on a classical music some uh, piano summer ac- academy. So di- very, very much different kind of things among music. So that kind of summer course is for music teachers to come and just brush up their, their skills and their, and their teaching. Yes, both teachers and, and, and professional musicians and, and students as well. Okay, okay. So we're here today to talk about traditional Finnish music. And it's quite nice because if we just stop for a moment, I can hear somebody playing the piano in the background. So the, the listener will perhaps hear that 
from time to time. And it just shows that we are actually here in the Sibelius Academy. Um, we're here to talk about different types of traditional Finnish music. Um, I suspect that many people listening, if they think of the sort of Finnish music that's made it big in the last 10 years or so, then it was it's probably Lordy on Eurovision with very heavy <laughs> metal sound uh, or bands like Nightwish or Him with this kind of grand, I don't know, melodramatic rock kind of sound. But since I've been living here, I've learned a lot about different styles and, and I wanted to understand a little bit more about some of the traditions and hopefully what we talk about today will maybe fill in some of the gaps that people might know about Finnish music. So as many people know now, by now, by listening to this, we're based in Etelapohjama, in the South Ostrobotnia region of Finland. Here, within Finland, what is this area most known for musically? What sort of styles or, or type? Well, if you would <clears throat> ask from a, like average Finn, Finn then, then they would say the tango markkinat, yes, which okay. is tango music and provincial rock. Yes. One of the biggest rock music festivals in Finland. So that's for, for every average fan. But then, uh, if you think about the music, like music enthusiastics, then they they could yeah they would also know this like this area from the strong tango area from the 1950s and 1960s. And if you go for the time before that. This area has had a really rich tradition in traditional music, right, and that's, okay. that means like fiddle playing and singing, and and for since the 1700s, this has been an area where the uh, influences from the Sweden came to okay. Finland because people were going over the sea to Sweden, and then the new instruments came to Western Finland, like the violin, and and new music. Uh, types like polska music, which was like the popular music in the in the 17 and 1800s. We've we've got a few different types of music to talk about, and maybe after the recording, we can put together a playlist or something like that that I can in- include with the show notes, so that people can hear some of these different types of, mm. of music. The first one that came to mind for me was the the style that's known as iskelma. And when I mentioned this to my children, they said, no, no, you dummy, Iskelma is a radio station. And I said, well, <laughs> I, think, I think actually it's a type of music as well. But, but um, Mika, maybe you can explain a little bit what is this Iskelma hmm. music? Iskelma music, let's say it's, I think it's the, it's the most common type of music people do listen nowadays. You have several radio stations, you can hear it, and, and um, people from, let's say, 30 to 70 do listen. Let's say the, um, not, absolutely not everyone, but there is, let's say, the common type of listener. Yeah. And since the music has has nowadays so very many, let's say, sub-genres in it, so it's, it's, it's not easy to define what type of music, but if you, in, in, a, in a big view, you can say that Iskelma... Uh, everyone in Finland knows some Iskelma music. What are the characteristics of Iskelma music? If somebody were to hear it, what would be the, the, the key characteristics of that kind of music? It's easy to find the structure, and it's, it has a melody that you can easily and, and sing with. And then uh, also the text must um, 
somehow from the heart. From the heart. Okay. Oh, it, it has something. It tells something. Maybe like the old Finnish folk songs. It tells about love and uh, sorrow and um, what else. Well, love and sorrow. <laughs> so, so are they are they quite melancholy songs or or quite sort of That's melodramatic songs? The first one. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I know. It's it's songs. It it's sung in Finnish, of course. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like fin- Finnish pop music. Right. Okay. Mm. Okay. In one of the other episodes um, in this season, I, I I talked to a friend of yours, Juha Koivisto, about Finnish festivals, and this was something that we we discussed was how it's possible to have an entire music festival of just Finnish acts. And I guess mm. that some of these kind of these kind of acts are, are, are what he was referring to. Mm. The sort that appeared here at Vautiaiot in Seinijoki just last week. Yeah. Yes, that's a good example of that type of festival. Yeah. And they usually have a good success. Yeah, and I think, yeah, in Finland, it's like people like to listen to Finnish pop music. And rock music, which is sung, sung in Finnish, so it's really, really popular. So Iskelma is, is actually, I, I had this preconception that that it was what people at home might think of as a sort of folk music with the accordion and 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 that kind of uh, yeah traditional music, but it's actually more about the. The, the song that's being sung and the sentiments that are coming over in the song rather than a particular style of music. Well, I th- yeah, mm. if, if it's also that I think that under the, under this Iskelma concept mm. there are, you you could, you could have like old Iskelma music or then then you have like this old music, which could be translated as dance music. Mm. And then, then you talk, it's, it's also like kind of Iskelma music, but the older version, which you... This, this whole culture started to develop from the 1940s and 50s when when the, this kind of music started to develop and we had these famous uh, famous composers like Toivo Kärki, Kärki who made a lot of tangos and, and other, other kind of uh, dance music and I think that the modern Iskela music is based on this kind of music. So, would you would you say that the the sort of music that you hear at, at Tango Markinet and on the Tango King and Queen mm-hmm. competitions is that is that kind of part of this, this genre is, as well? Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Now I'm I'm starting yeah. to yeah. get it. Yeah. And it, there's there's something I've noticed listening to kind of Finnish pop music on the radio. There's 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 a lot of female singers, and in their songs. I don't understand what they're singing a lot of the time over the years, but they all have this kind of melancholy sound to them or feeling mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. And maybe from what you've been saying, that's that's been fed over the years by this by this tradition of yeah, the Iskelma music from the heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very easy to uh, if you compare Swedish uh, slager music from the first five seconds, you can hear that that's not Finnish; it's Swedish. Because of the, uh, the melody is more happy, let's say. Okay. Mm. And the Finnish version is more because Slavilainen, Slavic, Slavic influence. Okay. So it's more melancholic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That has something to do with the, with the Finnish soul of Finnish music makers and soul of Finnish uh, folk. And I'm I'm pleased because I've had this idea in my head for a few years about this melancholy pop thing, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that 
it, I'm not I'm not nuts, and actually <laughs> no. the, there's there's some a reason yes. a reason for it. Iskelema and slaga are are kind of different terms for the same kind of music, or is slaga more of a sort of subgenre within this iskelema? I haven't really thought about uh, like this. Uh, how should should we put all the different yeah. kind mm. of music types? It's we are basically talking about popular music, mm. Mm. and then we have like this pop music and rock music and dance slugger music. Okay, that's that's the that that help that helps me understand mm. that the, the 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 slugger style is this tango dance dance music. Mm. Yes, uh, where you, where you've got couple of people actually dancing in in quite a formal in quite yes, a formal yes, way right. okay yes. that's fine but okay. uh, but i think like like the the border between a danceable is- iskelma music mm. and slugger slash mm. dance music yeah. is mm. of, of, it's also flexible so if you think about these new tango queens and kings they they st- first, of course first they start with tango but uh, but then they they slip slip to all kind of uh, all all, all, all other dance types of yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. And and I shouldn't be so hung up on genres, but it does yeah. it does help me to just understand yeah, a little yeah, bit how these how these things are. But also this about this with, with language. Let's think about last year's cheek shows in Olympic Stadium. Two shows full of people. He's like a rap artist. You yeah, know, no, no, I do, I do know cheek, and, mm. and again, I spoke to you mm. about this, and we were saying how how impressive it is mm. that this guy sold out two mm. nights at the Olympic Stadium mm. and it's not a rock act. Yeah. It was mm. rap. Mm. And that's quite that's quite yeah. impressive as well. And then they had like one direction this spring and I think they still had, had tickets on the on the door. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Wow. In one show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had one show mm. that they didn't they didn't sell out and yeah. Sheik managed to do two. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is? Is that because there's a connection to the lyrics? And it might be why I, I don't quite get the Finnish rap music. Well, me I, neither. I, okay, all right. <laughs> You're <laughs> not the only one. <laughs> but at least you have the, the advantage of actually understanding yeah. most yeah. of what they're, what they're saying. I think it's, it's quite much about the whole phenomenon that he was this cheek artist. He was in this um, Vine Elama TV yes. series. Yeah. And then there is this interesting story about him. He has It's like a big... Mm. big um, Organization working behind the whole, like mm. like the pop industry, yeah, that sure, works. Sure. But uh, it, I, yeah, it's more interesting for the pub, big public probably, mm. and it's like it feels he's like nearer to the people. Yeah. Small nation with an own language and very isolated area, so that's why I think the Finnish language is has so strong position among the Finns. Yeah, I think it. I think it makes it makes sense. There's so much English language pop music mm. that if it's not your first language it takes a little bit of a thought mm. to understand what they're saying and when it's your own language you can play with mm. you know you can play with the words and and people people connect with that i have a friend in the uk hi robin um she's got a, in a couple of bands playing playing the local music mm. scene where she where she is and we were talking about what what's the most important thing for us to connect with a song and we, we, we nailed it to being lyrics and melody. It doesn't matter about the voice necessarily, mm. although she's got a very good voice. Um, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be the most complicated mm. music, but mm. if you've got lyrics that you 
connect with and you've mm. got a melody, then I think you're more than halfway there. Mm. Uh, but it's so funny that how, how different, in different ways people like react on the music and listen to it because since I'm an instrumentalist, I play the fiddle, so I rarely listen to the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's more for me. It's more like the the general feeling, mm. the the atmosphere of the mm. music. Like music. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, I don't really mind about the, if it's sung in Finnish or in <laughs> English. But I, it's it's like the melody and the atmosphere and the mm. the, the, sen- the like the feeling I mm. get, got from it. Yeah. Whereas I, I've never really played an instrument. I I started learning guitar when I was oh, I don't know maybe ten, but didn't didn't really take to it and never really learned anything else since then but just every thursday as a kid watching top of the pops on tv you know weekly chart pop show that was that was where i got my music from so we are coming at this from completely different sides which is good that's that's interesting to me there's around here there's there's many different um music festivals and you know in 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 the podcast episode, we touched on on one or two of the the more specialist uh, festivals. But let's let's look at, at how there can be a festival for some of these these sort of less mainstream types of music or less pop mm. types of, of music. There's a big scene, if you like, around mm. here for uh, choral music for choirs. There's lots of choirs. And mm-hmm. Mika and I connected because our our children are in the same junior mm. choir when i learned about this it made me think of, of <coughs> back in the uk in wales there's big culture of choirs male voice choirs that originally had connections to the miners working mm. in the pit if you listen to welsh football supporters nowadays mm. there's a completely different sound i mean it's it's an amazing sound it's loud but it's somehow more melodic than the sort of noise that, that I used to make when I went, when I went to watch football in, in London. And in the north of, of England, the, the, the mining towns had brass bands rather mm-hmm. than... And they would go on sort of mm-hmm. brass band competitions. And there are, there are sort of movies and things that, that sort of show this in it a little bit. Um, I'm thinking of Brassed Off as a, as a film about a, a mining colliery and the, and the band... That, that was formed in this town. Where did the choir tradition in... Is it in Etelapochimar? Is it a little bit further than that? I think it's everywhere in Finland. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm not a specialist on that, but I think it's because of its it's quite simple way to meet each other, be together, and you have always your instrument with you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I don't know, piano's better, but the... Point behind it. Behind well, it. I think it has has to do with this Nuorisoseura League. Mm. What is the English translation for this? Youth uh, association. Youth association. Okay. Movement. Okay. It has been very strong in Finland. And I think, it, well, yeah, Saajalen Rantalen, who made her doctoral uh, thesis here at the Seine, she was uh, uh, investigating this Nuorisoseura League and the first first choirs from this area okay. and also the first brass bands from okay. this area. So the brass bands has, have been also very popular in this area okay. uh, since the beginning of uh, 1900s. Right. Okay. So I think the first choir was established around uh, a little bit after 1900s, in the beginning of 1900s. Mm. 
not in Seinäjoki, but in, in somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah. And in, I think it was it in Alavus where the first bass, brass band was formed. Or Ilmajoki. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those those towns. Okay. So they, I think, yeah, they have been uh, very popular, both the choirs and the brass bands in this area. Nowadays, the brass band, uh, uh, tradition. band tradition is like um, is in trouble. Okay. It's uh, it's more uh, difficult to find young young kids, uh, the kids interested in playing the trumpet or any other brass instruments. So they are in in many places they are they are struggling with uh, with like seven players or things. Yeah. So okay. they really okay. aren't orchestras, and it's a shame because you, it's a like interesting and and very essential part of Finnish music culture. This whole brass yeah. brass band institution. But the, the choir scene it's very strong. It it, it, it is strong. Mm. Yeah. It, it seems. It seems. And it seems to be that uh, like there's young choirs and then they're like. A friend of mine sings in uh, uh, retired policemen's choir. Right. Okay. So there is very sp- special types of choirs. Yeah. Yeah. There must be at least like forty dif- forty three <laughs> different kind of choirs in at, in in Seinäjoki area only. Okay. Well, I, I'm aware of maybe three or four. So mm. that there's only only fifty thousand people that live in the sort of extended Seinäjoki yeah, region. Yeah. I, I so. think like thirty or four or, okay. or, or four, forty That's different kind of wow. because. Uh, Yeah, they have like in the in the church they have their own choirs and they have in the music institute and Kansalais Opisto, and yeah, there mm. there are a lot of different kind of choirs. And there was even a, a TV show. I don't know if it's continuing, but I remember a, a couple of years ago. Choir War. It, was it called Choir War? They yes. had. Yeah, in fact, they had two different kind of choir. They had this Choir War, and yeah. they had the Finland's best choir. Ah, that's the one I remember. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, and you saw some very diverse types of choirs yes. on there and the sort of songs mm. they were they were singing and trying to trying to get across. I think we should give a little plug to uh, to Hanne and the Loritus mm. choir. I wrote a little bit about their their show on my on my website on explorefinlandpodcast.com. Um, if you look through the journal section, there's a blog post about the concert they did in the Lakodan Risti church mm. with Soft Engine earlier this year, which is the band that was uh, Finland's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest last year. And that was really quite something. I, I was I was really impressed mm-hmm. with how the how, how hard they worked on that and then the the final performance was uh, was really something. So moving moving on from the choir music to something I think completely different. Somebody mentioned this style of music called Rauta Lanka. What can you tell me about this this style of music? <laughs> uh, I'm really not an expert on on that one. Do you, me, what about Mika? <coughs> you neither are an expert. No, but, do you but have uh, I, I would say it has something to do with the with uh, the time when the electric guitar came. So it's a it's a type of guitar playing <laughs> yes. or a, a style of guitar playing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And it, it has to do with the well 1950s, 50s, and 60s, 60s of that, that kind of, and like this Americana yeah, okay. idea. So most mm. there are people who still like want to drive old American mobile mobiles and listen old cars. American cars yeah. and and dress like in the 50s clothes and uh, listen to that kind of music. 
it, it, it's interesting because you're right. In the summer, all the classic cars come out, and you know you see cars that are twice as wide and twice as long as mine. Yes. And I don't have a tiny car, <laughs> but there are some huge cars on the on the streets of yeah. Sainioki yeah. in the summer. I didn't realise that the the guys driving there's always guys driving these yes. cars, of yeah. course. Um, I didn't realise they were all kind of ageing rock and rollers at heart. Well, not necessarily all of them, but it, but it has to do with... Yeah, but did you, did you know that they say that, like, Etelä-Pohjama is the America of Finland? No, I didn't. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe that's connected to the, the kind of emigration and, and return of people from this region to America over the, mm. over yeah, the years. Yeah, it might have, yeah. Um, yeah. What, 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 in what ways does that manifest itself as Etla Pohima being the um, America of Finland? How, how does that show itself? Let's compare South Ostroportnia and Central Ostroportnia. Okay. Where do I come from? Okay. So they are very close, neighbor regions. But um, let's say people in both regions are quite proud. But in South Ostroportnia, they like to say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I I get with you. We have everything. <laughs> it's quite uh, difficult to define, but uh, they are quite they have quite strong believing in themselves here uh, in South America. No, it's interesting you say that because I've explained to people that Etelapochima is like Yorkshire in the UK mm. uh-huh. for very for exactly the same reasons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend. Uh, who a guy I used to work with who's from Yorkshire, and he used to call it God's own country. <laughs> <laughs> I think that kind yeah. of I think that kind of says yeah. the same yeah. S- yeah. says it all really. Yeah. I, so, somebody that I work with introduced me to the to the word Rautalanka, and then we listened to it, and to me it sounded like dire straits from the from the early 1980s. I was amazed at how it was a similar mm. kind of sound. Mm. And I spent all of my youth resisting listening to Dire Straits because it wasn't cool. It was, mm. it was on MTV, it was mm. everywhere. Mm. But I wanted, I wanted to listen mm. to alternative music and mm. you know, small bands and, mm. and small venues and things like that. Mm. I think I'm getting old because I quite <laughs> like listening to Dire Straits <laughs> nowadays. And therefore, when I heard this Rautalanka, I thought, OK, this is... Yeah. This is something I can listen to. And it's like In a big no, picture, we can put Rautalanka on the uh, pop music section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's, that's And it's like enough. nostalgia. Oh, okay, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. 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 yeah, people want to like... Uh, it's something familiar. It has... Uh, well, I, I guess everybody who hears the sound of this Rautalanka music, they <coughs> immediately can connect it to this, uh, like, certain kind of dresses and... And a uh, certain kind of hairstyle and a certain kind of uh, cars and and so on. So it's, it, 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 yeah, it, it's bringing back, to, bring to me images of the of the movie Greece, which I I watched. And actually, they're putting a musical of that on in yeah, it was in Ilmajoki. In, in yeah, yeah. As a kid, I watched that film every week. It, it drove my dad crazy that every time he came into the TV room, we would be watching Greece, and I could probably still sing each, every one of the songs without even thinking about it. Um, but that's the image you've just brought to my head. Yeah. Now it's yeah. kind of a scene from a scene from Greece. Yeah. So for me, that's like uh, Rautalanka music, uh, my idea. But of course, I I guess that also under the concept of Rautalanka music, there are different types of bands, I'm bands, sure. bands, yeah. and playing like old Rautalanka and modern Rautalanka, yeah. and so. And, so and, and some some songs with lyrics and others that are just 
instrumental. Instrumental, of yeah. course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess one one final genre that we could we could mention, and you, you mentioned coming from uh, Keski Pokyoma, and you mentioned Kalston, mm. which is where the, they have a, a folk music festival every year. So perhaps we can talk about the about Finnish folk music. What does that mean? What is mm. Finnish folk music, and how does that compare to folk music that the people listening might know? Let's say that the, the, the traditional folk music is... We have been discussing about Finnish pop music. Mm-hmm. So, before that... <laughs> or the, the Finnish pop music has been growing on top of Finnish folk music tradition. That's what I believe. Mm, of course. As Pia told before, so the Western tradition from Sweden has been very typical for this folk music styles in, in, in Western Finland. And then in Eastern Finland, we have, have the Eastern influence from coming from Russia. Okay, yeah. So, Eastern tradition and Western tradition coming from opposite directions means that uh, the runo song tradition in Eastern Finland have been staying alive in, in tradition quite long. Runo song, is that like mm. poetry? Yes. Song? yes. Yeah. Runo means poem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's a uh, quite strong Eastern tradition type of folk music, would I say. Mm. And then let's find the typical inf- uh, st- types, as you said before, is fiddle and accordion. And also singing. Singing. Singing also. In, in, in Western Finland. Yeah, well, what was the original <laughs> question? I, I just I just asked, really, tell me anything yeah. about yeah. this this traditional style of folk folk music. Um, well, of course, it has been like it has been music which has been used in 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 different kind of situations in the weddings, of course, when working on the fields or when putting the child in the in the bed trying to get her him or her to sleep just singing singing a lullaby so like basic basic kind of like käyttömusiikki how could you translate well, well music which is used in everyday life yeah okay and um, i think that the oldest music collective from this area is is probably from from the 1700 uh there are some uh, some tradition uh, uh, like uh, church music yeah. or religious music from this area, and then also uh, fiddle polskas, which was the old, like oldest type of dance music from this area, which are which, which also can be dated in the beginning of 18th century or in the end of 17th century. So, so you're right. All of the all of the things that are still apparent today trace their roots back to mm. you know the early 1700s when when you say the first the first music was <laughs> recorded on paper at mm. least yeah and also uh, there mostly it has been the, the fiddle and after a couple of hundred years after the fiddle the accordion have been the instruments which have been played here traditionally but also the kantele which is the national instrument of finland okay what is what is that uh, it's Explain, like, describe that instrument. Uh, it's like a like a, a st- string instrument, so somehow like the sitar. Oh, okay. Uh, so From five to thirty-eight strings. Okay. I, I don't think I've, I've 
seen or heard mm. this uh-huh. this instrument okay. before. I may have done yeah. without realizing, but the gondola tradition has been stronger in Eastern Finland, and there uh, the. Uh, there it has been collected a lot of old cantele, cantele music, like played with the five-string cantele or ten-string cantele, and it, the like the structure of the music has been very much different from the music which we know now. I mean that now, like if you, if we think about uh, the popular music or the modern traditional music, it has like a structure. We have the A part and we have the B part, and it's like we know that it's it has repetitions, and we know that the different parts are changing. But the old kandale music is it ha- it was ba- based on like small musical details which the musician improvised, okay. and it was it, it like it it has been told that the kandale player. Could have played for 30 minutes in just for like for those or, or for hours for for just one piece. Okay. okay. And it always has been like mostly being played by, by one person. It and if you think about the music also in this area for like 300 years ago, it has been one fiddle player or one clarinet player. Yeah. Uh, no no bands. That's uh, like the the time for the folk music groups. Really started in in the nineteen in the beginning of nineteen hundreds or in the nineteen forties. Probably people started to form bands with traditional instruments. Before that, it was mostly like maybe two fiddlers playing together. So when it was one person, they were just playing um, instrumental music. There yes. was no there was no singing as such at that time. Yeah, and, and it's uh, difficult to sing while you're playing the fiddle. I guess. Yeah. I must yeah. say here that uh, in 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 Finnish national airport Kalevala, there's a story about. They say that uh, the hero in the book is is Väinämöinen. and there's a story that the, he made a first cantele he made out of pike's bone, a jawbone, jawbone. jawbone. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. The first cantele was made okay. out of pike's jawbone, yeah. and and that's the very first time we, we heard about cantele. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. that single player mm. with one particular instrument is where it is where it all. Started again speaking to Juha the other week. He explained that in Kaustinen there is, there are still places where people can study this kind of music. How is the music that's being written or played in that in the area of around Kaustinen nowadays? How does it compare to this original form of the the Finnish folk music? Well, Mika, for example, is one of the person who has been. He, you have studied in Kaustinen, and he's like the, he's. Uh, uh, how do you say Jatka? He's he's continuing the Kaustinen fiddle tradition. Yeah, so it, it's so tradition for like three or four hundred mm. years old. Yes, Kaustinen is mostly the most uh, known about the strong fiddle tradition. Okay, and maybe because the festival has been alive for a long time. It started in 1968, so it's almost 50 years old. Mm. And then I started playing fiddle when I was 10. And then I didn't go to a local music school, but I went to a um, kind of Napari school of uh, of playing fiddle. Mauno Järvela is the king of Finnish fiddle um, pedagogy in folk music, let's say. Mm. And now his his pedagogic style is now known over, over the Finland and different countries, also outside Europe. So, then I went to... Uh, High school, and then I went to Sibelius Academy to, to study folk music. So you can study folk music in in in, in music schools, 
in Finland, and then also, of course, kind of private lessons. And then you can study in a conservatory level, and then you can study University of Applied Sciences, yeah, Ammattikorkeakoulu. Yes, yes. You can study folk music in Kokkola and in Joensuu. Okay. And then on university level, you can study folk music in Sibelius Academy. And so you have a master's degree yeah. after so that. So I've done my master's degree and she's done a doctoral degree on, on folk music. Okay. Yeah. And so I guess that, that keeps the, the, the traditional forms going. They're not, mm. it, it, it's not necessarily evolving and, and being lost to time, but it's just keeping mm. that keeping the tradition yeah. It, going. Yeah, it's, it's like if you think about the, the traditional music scene in Finland Finland nowadays, so it's basically that people are interested on the archive materials. So that's what I've been doing for the, for the last 10 years. I've been digging to archives and finding like old recordings from this area okay. and then learning the tunes, making my, my new versions of them and teaching, passing, passing them on to, the, to other, other people. That, and then that is proper folk. Music. Yes, that's, yes. that's how it gets pa- yeah. got passed on. And then there are the people who are like studying traditional music, but then uh, uh, mixing it, having like influences from pop and rock music and and classical music and so on. So it's like like the traditional music culture. It always has been evolving. It never like there isn't like you you can't say that in in the eighteen hundred and thirty nine. This they played like this, and this is traditional music. But always the musicians have been taking influences from other musicians and from other musical styles. Mm. So it has been evolving all the time, and basically that's what's happening nowadays. There no, also, there is no absolute folk music, but no, it's sure. always living in in. It's a living tradition. I have become more and more aware of how the the sound of the accordion kind of signifies folk music. Almost every country in the world, you can hear someone playing that, and you might be in South America, you might be in the UK, certainly here in Finland. You could be anywhere in in, in Europe mm-hmm. and hear that that kind of music. And the way that 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 instrument has travelled, I my my own kind of amateur theory is that it, it probably travelled with um, sailors mm-hmm. over the years, and and where they travelled, the instruments got left behind and. Mm-hmm. And, and it became absorbed into that local, um, that local country's mm. folk music as as well. Yeah, a lot of songs about going to sailing to America, sailing and where, and where the, the roads are made of gold and the okay. girls are prettier and so on. <laughs> so they are, yeah, there okay. are a lot of songs like that. And about mining and about uh, the forest work in 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 the big big west. Mika, you were saying before we started recording uh, about a time where you were holding this uh, this jam session in a mm. local local place. What, 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 what happened there? What was the, the Finnish tradition is quite young. We have been talking about 300 years of, of uh, folk music tradition as we know in, in, in this region. But I was playing with my friends in the local pub and then with fiddle and maybe accordion and then Somebody, some other friend came and ah, this must be Irish because it sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, the Irish they have, they have they have succeeded to 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 market it. Yeah, they branded it almost. Branded, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. that's a word. Mm. Maybe one reason is the uh, the Riverdance show. Yeah, maybe. they have been touring all over the world. At least nineties. It was, I think they have they had three setups touring around yeah yeah 
completely year round. And then some someone told me that there's when there was a lot of tours with the river dance, so they they have a, they had a lack of good musicians in in Ireland nowadays. Yeah, those days because they all of them had like twenty musicians on tour. They were mm-hmm. all the musicians were on tour. There was no one to play in the local local pubs and bars in Ireland. Maybe that was a joke, but it tells some, something about the the volume of that. that yeah, that. Uh, and so you were able to educate your friend that no, no, this is Finnish music. <laughs> sit down, yes. mm. yeah, sit down, yeah. my friend, listen. Mm. And that's, yeah. that's because you can't hear so much. Of Finnish folk music, from radio and and on television, almost mm. never. And yeah, quite many of the Finns still have the idea that like traditional music means uh, accordion mu- music, like uh, melancholic, uh, sad ar- mm. uh, accordion music. Mm. And, well, it's, that's part of Finnish traditional mm. music, but it's not mm. all of. Finnish traditional sure, music. We sure. still have like uh, happy tunes and polkas and and things like that. Which which like when you play them, play them. They might for for them, somebody they might sound a little bit like Irish music. Yeah. Well, uh, what I think would be nice. I, I I on the show notes for this, I will find some YouTube videos where I can to to sort of because I know some people like like to watch videos, yeah. um, but also maybe try and put together a Spotify playlist because yeah. then because I like to listen. So if I can put a list together that people can actually listen to after this and and, and experience some of these these different genres that we've been that we've been talking about, I think that would be yeah. uh, that would be quite useful. We've been talking now for about forty minutes, and the time's just flown by. And it's it's been an education for me, <laughs> even even just in forty minutes, let alone studying music for a few years. Mika and Pia, thank you for inviting me here today and just back from your summer holidays and I'm making you think about the last 300 years of music <laughs> history in Finland and then explain it to me and the listeners in, in English. So thanks for taking the time to, to do that today. If people want to learn more about what you guys are doing here at Sibelius Academy, where, where can they find out more information, a website or something like that? Yes, we have uh, our own website and we are on Facebook so what's the website address it's siba.fi slash seinajoki we actually don't have a english website on this this unit so maybe it's best to use the uniarts.fi uniarts.fi and find and then find a, an english yeah. section and then civilis academy yeah. Okay. And also, we could, uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's mostly mm. in Finnish. Also, our Facebook. And then in, on the Music Finland website, we can find easily that that's the best way to find the connections to Finnish folk music. So we can, it's musicfinland.fi. Okay, and, and I'll, I'll put those links in the yes. in yeah. the notes as well, so people can find them there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank One you. more time. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, so big thank you again to Pia and Mika. Appreciate your time and and just educating this this indie kid from South London a little bit on the traditions of Finnish music, and it, it certainly helps me to when I'm when I'm listening to the radio over here just to just to understand a little bit more about what I'm actually actually hearing. Please remember to uh, rate, review, like the podcast on whatever podcast player it is you're listening to on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever you found me. Also remember to keep in touch on social media, on Google+, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. 
uh, whichever one you you prefer, you'll find me on there. If you look for Explore Finland, you'll probably you'll probably get me. Also, keep in touch. Let me know if there's any particular subject you'd like me to cover about life over here. It's I'm I'm sort of meeting people and asking them if they'd be interested in speaking to me for the podcast. And and people over here have been very generous about that. But if you have a particular subject you want to learn more about, then maybe I can track someone down and uh, and record something for you. Uh, I wanted just to say thanks to a few people who have found me and started following me on Twitter throughout the summer. So if you hear your name and you've recently started following me, then it's probably you. And thank you for for finding me. So first of all, Paulina, and to Antipeka, uh, to Henry, uh, to Annie Sofia, uh, Tutti, Yoni, uh, Christian and Erki. Thank you all for following me and for supporting the Explore Finland radio show. I appreciate it. Next week's episode is going to be about the subject of frisbee golf. And if you don't know what frisbee golf is, I'm not telling any more now. You'll have to come back next week and learn a little bit more as I carry on exploring Finland. So until the next episode, thanks very much. Goodbye.